0: Hey guys, this is Jim, host of the UW Film Club Podcast. Just wanted to get a couple things out of the way before the episode starts. First off, this episode was recorded a little bit over a month ago, so uh, if we end up talking about things that are sort of dated or, or a, little, a little bit irrelevant, then that's why. Uh, and then secondly, this is also going on a, on a Tuesday instead of a Monday. That's totally my bad. Uh, it's been a super busy last few days for me. I'm sure it has for a lot of you listeners as well uh i hope that with midterm season being in full swing that you're all just taking time to relax Uh, because academics are obviously really important but so is your mental health and i don't mean to i don't mean for this to sound like a psa uh, but you all deserve to take time for yourself and i wish you all the best of luck on whatever stressors await you and all that being said i hope you guys enjoy the podcast and i'll catch you guys soon Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the UW Film Club podcast, where each week we invite a member of the club onto the show to talk about a movie of their choosing. Whether that movie be good, bad, topically relevant, or anything in between, it's all on the table. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Saunders, and joining the podcast, as always, is Cynthia Lee, as well as our special
1: guest, Joelle. Hey, I'm Joelle. Been on the podcast a few times. Uh, Hopefully you know me because I'm also a co-president. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Joelle came on for Lost in Translation and Booksmart. Yes. Two great films. Yes. And now he picked another great film. The Big Lebowski.
1: Ooh.
0: I feel bad. I probably shouldn't have called you a special guest.
2: but
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to be special.
0: I mean, yeah. he is special for You are a co- special rest. guest. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But does that make me a special guest then, too? Yeah, we're all special. I guests, guess. Oh, you know, it's yeah. always an honor
1: to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Not like, because we kind of forced you to, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: wanted to be here, you know? <laughs> okay. These are fun.
0: These yeah. are fun. Thank you for joining us. How was your summer?
2: It
1: was not very eventful. <laughs> I worked a terrible job, and uh, yeah, stocking things is just never fun. I stocked beer and chips and soda from five a.m. to about four p.m. every day.
2: At least you got paid. Yeah, I really <laughs> got paid
1: and got to enjoy it as I cherished every hour of sleep. Is uh, school
2: now a break? From yeah, that? school is definitely. <laughs> like, that
1: was hell.
2: That's such a weird way to phrase like school's a
1: break. Yeah. I would never think I would say that until after the summer. Like I was did a terrible job, it was just the fact that it was like fifty hours a week.
2: Is that like legal?
1: I guess. I don't even really think I got paid like overtime correctly, but whatever. And yeah. I, I have
0: to work the fourth. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was... That's such a, such a weird schedule, too,
1: 5 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. And, like, yeah. dude, like, nobody goes... Like, no, you actually, you would think nobody goes grocery shopping at 5 a.m., but there is so many people at Winko at 5 a.m., like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I've been to grocery shopping at 5 a.m. Before. Really? Yeah, because when
2: I was in high school, I always had to do really early... I took, like, this really early class, and my high school, I lived, like, 30 to 40 minutes away
1: mm-hmm.
2: sometimes. So, like... I would have to wake up at, like, 5 to take a class at, like, 6 o'clock yeah. in the morning. And when I went, I would go get breakfast sometimes if I was too lazy to, like, make anything. And so I'd be at a grocery store at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. Makes sense,
1: then. How I do you mean class early, though? 6?
2: Because then I got to get out later.
1: Oh.
2: And I I don't know why I did that. Also, what's weird about that was, like, in high school, I never thought that was really tiring. And now, like, I have an 8.30 and...
1: Yeah, I know. That was the same
0: for me. That's so weird how that works, right? Yeah. Because I remember getting up, like, at 5.30 every morning for for high school. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I have an 8.30 this quarter, and I'm scared that I'm not going to Yeah. Literally, I'm like, I'm the, no, the last
2: that. week when I've been here, it's just like, I wake up pretty early. I wake up at 7.30, and I just lay in bed for an hour. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish. My sleep schedule is like... Eh, it's not... I, I get up at, like, 10, which is still, like, pretty bad, but Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> Well, that's about to change yeah.
1: real quick yeah, so, uh, with your 8
2: a.m. <laughs> can't
1: wait. Yeah.
2: Speaking of lazy people. Though, I was just going to make that yeah, segue. Great segue. Yeah. yeah. We're transition kings yeah. and queens. Guys. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, we are going to talk about. One of the laziest people
2: in film history. Yeah. <laughs> One of the
0: greatest people
2: in film
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to agree with bo- honestly both of those sentences. Yeah. yeah.
2: His characters. It's so good. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: We are, of course, talking about The Big Lebowski, the Coen Brothers film. Yes. Starring Jeff Bridges as the dude, or El Duderino, if you don't <laughs> yeah. prefer the brevity. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are the other ones he did? It, it's like a list, but yeah. I, I'm blanking. No. It's Duderino, the...
1: Not Lebowski.
2: No, but yeah, yeah definitely not nothing not Lebowski. Lebowski. But yeah. there's this other guy named Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Big Lebowski cult hit. It's yeah. like the epitome of cult hit. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like so popular as a like cult hit. Can you consider it a cult hit anymore? I don't
1: even know. Like oh. I say no. Whoa. When but you yeah. blew up. It was like tense. I don't know. It's yeah. Crazy.
2: But there's, like, no plot to this. Do you just want to quick give a synopsis of it? Um,
0: so, essentially, so, it's this guy named Jeff Lebowski, but he, of course, goes by the dude, um, or any of those other nicknames. And, essentially, he was mistaken. Uh, his identity was mistaken.
2: There's these two thugs who want, are like, they want, or... There's this other guy named Jeff Lebowski yes. who owes them money, yeah. and so those yeah. two guys think the dude is that Jeff Lebowski that owes them money, and so he, they come in and like trash his place. He doesn't pee
1: on the dude's That's mind. so if funny. Tied the room together. Yeah. Where's
2: the money shit? He was like, hey, man, <laughs> the toilet seat is up. Do you think I have a wife here? I mean, does this look like a millionaire lives there? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: they're like, I don't know. This might be the wrong place. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, Yeah. and so then they kind of meet each other because the dude thinks Jeff Lebowski owes him money for, like, the rug because he peed on the rug, and so now they both know that they exist. Mm -hmm. And so the Jeff Lebowski, like, the rich Jeff Lebowski, uses the dude to kind of do something for him, which Mm -hmm. is to try and find his missing wife. Yes. His really young... Yeah.
1: Nihilists. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah,
2: but she's not really <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nihilist, man.
1: Fucking <laughs> nihilist,
2: man.
0: Nothing to be afraid of.
2: No. It's and like, so rashes. It's just like this whole journey of. Or, uh,
1: it's just a real odyssey. Yeah, it's of a. Re- sin, it's
2: <laughs> like he just goes. It's this. Really, it's just like piecing together what the fuck is actually happening. Because you learn that the wife's not really missing no. and mm-hmm. the daughter of the. Rich Lebowski... He's very
1: odd and eccentric. really
2: hates the wife, so it doesn't really... Yeah. Doesn't really, like, wants to be part of this plan of to try to, to like, either mm-hmm. get rid of her, and then there's these nihilists who aren't actually... Who actually didn't kidnap them, but have used this opportunity to try to get money from the rich yeah. man. Mm-hmm.
1: It's this... It's... And the dude's right in the middle of it. Yeah, playing bowling
2: with Steve Buscemi. I forgot his name. Donnie. Donnie and um,
1: Walter. Walter, Oh, my
2: God. Okay. (laughs) And it's just just this crazy idiosyncratic film that makes no sense but does make sense if you're just following along. (laughs) But there's also this, like, really cool commentary on, like—for me, at least, there's, like, this commentary on— Republican views And democratic views And like world views In general Mm, Going on Cause you have like John Goodman's character Who always blames Everything on Nam Mm -hmm. Or like He's like Oh Back back in Nam And then you have the older Lebowski, who's this baby, who's a baby boomer and keeps saying, like, why don't you get a job? You're so lazy. Do you think money just gives out for free? And then you have Julianne Moore characters, Maude, who's just kind of this feminist social justice worker.
1: Yeah. Or worker,
2: social justice
1: War we abstract exam- art you know yeah.
2: Like, yeah and it's just like presenting all these different viewpoints and you kind of see them how they clash together especially yeah. these are different viewpoints within america and then you bring in like the nihilists who are like these german weirdos going mm-hmm. on who kind of just insert themselves and even the they like make brief appearances john doTERRA's character oh, he's kind of like funny. this is a sex offender yeah he's a sex offender yeah. who's this like international figure yeah and also and then um even in the his bowling dream where then there's like this iraqi guy because the iraq War is also mentioned a yeah. lot in this film where it's like those things are just kind of thrown to the side because like america can't just get their shit together mm-hmm. and i don't know i maybe i'm reading too much into it but there's it a, seems that way like there's a lot like you don't put a line about the Iraq war in there without, yeah. like, wanting to comment on that.
1: And yeah. then Nam no, and, like, the abuse of, like, psych- I mean, the use of, like, psychedelics isn't, like, super forward in the film, but, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, odd surreal moments where the dude is, like, flying through the sky that he mentions, like, using psychedelics, like, once. And obviously, it's, like, the... one of the biggest stoner movies of all time. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> being, like, extremely forward about the dude being a stoner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the yeah. best ever movie of all time. I mean, I opinion. think *The
2: Big Lebowski* is most known f- because it is this cult film, right? Because yeah. when it first came out, like, everyone hated yeah, it, way. right? That's yeah. like its reputation. Where it's like it's like the epitome of the cult film, mm-hmm. where it's like people really hated it, and now people are kind of under starting to understand why it's so good. Yeah. And what the Coen Brothers are trying to do in this film.
1: Like even now, like, Pendleton like sells the dudes jacket still as like, like the Le- Lebowski like jacket or something. Yeah,
2: there's like Lebowski cons or something. Mm-hmm. I think because mm-hmm. last year me and Jim took a class about contemporary cinema and one of the topics that we did talk about was cult cinema. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was talked about with The Big Lebowski was that The Big Lebowski just has so many different facets. People kind of start exploring that make it so cool like make people so impassionate impa- for it like so passionate for it so you have like oh the dude he's just the stoner but he's seen he's seen as the hero so it's like oh stoners finally have representation in a film which is weird to yeah. say
1: and <laughs> yes, then you stoner have representation.
2: stoner representation we're so lacking and then um you have something like a white, ra- white Russian? No one drinks that yeah. shit until, like, maybe this film came out. And uh-huh. then, like, people obsess over that. I mean, don't know if that's good or not. Never tried it Never personally. tried that either. Yeah. Um, like, you have that. Like What film has bowling in it? And very few. And that's, like, focused so heavily on bowling. Yeah,
1: fuck it, let's go bowling. Yeah,
2: and then you have, like, just... It's because and The language. Coen Brothers' language yeah. is... Insane. I mean, we talked about it right before we filmed this podcast, but, like, one of the things about this film is they like to play it on TV, but TV is so censored here. So what happens is, like, a lot of people, there's an extra layer of enjoyment of this film because a bunch of people like watching those weird censored versions and seeing how they censored the word fuck because yeah. it's used a lot in this film. Yeah. So you can't always say, like, frick
1: Yeah.
2: 24-7. So there's, like, another dimension unto why this film is so cold people are so passionate for mm-hmm. it and there's just so many different ways people watch this film yeah. over and over again.
1: If there's like, for any person, like there's like one portion of the film that will like stick with you whether it's like the weird odd cowboy who narrates the film. I love and that. And it's just no. amazing. It's like, there, there's a man.
2: It's kind there's of like a, <laughs> a modern western this film. Yeah. yeah. Actually
1: it is. Because it's just like that is everything set kind of in LA. In LA
2: because they like have it. the tumbleweed at the beginning yeah. and mm-hmm. then with the narrator, mm-hmm. and then he's like, Oh yeah, this guy's the hero. A new type of hero. Yeah. I'm so glad that this there's people like him in this world. Uh-huh. And it's just kind of this like
1: Sometimes there's a man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like a transition into like well, we're not in an era where we idolize just one thing. Like, average people could be heroes, I guess. I don't yeah. know.
1: We're all the dude. <laughs> I
2: mean, heart, Coen know. Brothers, I like to, like, split their filmography as, like, their comedy and their westerns. Because mm-hmm. they love them westerns. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Big Lebowski was, like, trying to merge them together. Yeah,
1: To create the greatest code film of all time, you know? Ooh. Yeah. Really? I don't know. That's a big statement, but I'll no say it right now. No country for
2: old men. Yeah,
1: I prefer The Big Lebowski. I do. Mm. I no care. country
2: for old men is. It's so an amazing film, good. but The Big Lebowski
1: is better, in my opinion. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, I think no, Barton no, Fink okay. and Fargo like are interchangeable, in my opinion, for my favorite Coen Brothers film. But hard to say. Hard to say. But I fucking love The Big you, it's just You can't see odd... this. My
2: mouth is dropped. It's,
1: I definitely prefer <laughs> Mainly it. Mainly because group,
2: I probably, just yeah. love No Country for Women. Men. I think that movie is a masterpiece. It is. It is.
1: I agree. <laughs> you can make multiple masterpieces. That's true.
2: But yeah, yeah. The Big Blaski is just so... Odd. I wonder what, what... What's interesting is like now, like... Because I've seen a quite... I just recently watched It Chapter Two and it's not a great film. And one thing that I came out of that movie was like when people read the script of this film, what like what was their reaction? Mm. I I feel that way towards the big Lebowski. Yeah. Like when Jeff Bridges and Julian Moore, who are like and John Goodman, I think they're like pretty respected actors at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. They I think Julian Moore might have had an Oscar or not? She had something just done like Boogie Nights. Yeah. I'm not sure if she had
1: an Oscar not for that, but
2: what well, made them read this and be like,
1: yeah, like this is hell, it? Hell
2: yeah, this is it! Unless yeah. like there is some commentary that they think about it. Uh-huh. I mean, I have my own interpretation
1: about this film as well, but I don't know. I well, like John Goodman had just worked with the Coen Brothers, like and I was like five years earlier with Barton Fink.
2: Oh yeah. So
1: that was. When I was, was watching really this
2: movie, I was watching it with a friend and. She was like, I can't get Sully out of my head from Monsters oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Oh no! Yeah. I, I forgot you voiced Same. him. Same. No. I, I didn't realize until just now. I yeah. think John Goodman's character is probably the most interesting in this film, other than the dude, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I so. I think he's like not like him. That's why I always get the like feeling of like this film is commentate, commentated, common.
0: Commenting, commenting, commenting. commenting. Yeah. I am yeah, so look. tired today, yeah. sorry
2: guys, yeah. it's been a long day, commenting on like, people's views and how like, the United States is like, so, can't understand one another because mm. they just have such a hard time communicating and they keep blaming everyone within, and then these like, outside forces are just like, coming in once in a while and getting out, coming yeah. in coming out, because like, the thing that sticks out the most to me is, like, he always blames everything on Vietnam, and I think that's, like, been a trope of, like, well, you weren't in the war, yeah, so you don't... You wouldn't think. know. And that's, like, that, for me, that's always been an interesting thing to look at with, like, veterans who... People like John Goodman's character who are, like, basically like, well, you wouldn't know because you weren't in the war, and mm-hmm. I'm doing this for my buddies back in Nam, and blah, 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 but, like, there are a lot of things happening now that just fundamentally mm-hmm. do not relate. And are overly mm-hmm.
1: aggressive about their views, like Walter. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that, like, ultimately yeah, leads to the downfall of Donnie, I yeah. think.
1: sweet prince, you know.
2: I mean, like, the last scene, in my opinion, I feel like really encapsulates this kind of my interpretation of it, because it's just like, not everything's about NOM, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everything's Donnie about Donnie nom. Nom. Yeah. Like, literally, Walter's whole kind of arc, he just says, like, I did this in NOM, so it's okay. Yeah. Or I'm doing this for Nam, so it's okay. Wow. When it's really not yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. How about you guys? Like, for you, what... That's why I feel like the Bigleowski is so intriguing because under this like stoner film, there's kind of something really interesting yeah, some bubbling there, something. and I feel like I need more of a rewatch to kind of grasp what's going on. Yeah. How about you guys? Do you guys feel that
0: way? Well, I think I think what makes uh, the dude in- an interesting protagonist is that he's sort of just like las- lacks going through life, and it's just mm-hmm. it's just sort of there and super chill and like a stoner or whatever, but. Um, like along this journey, he like he encounters like all these different people with different worldviews, and I think it's interesting. Like, oh, it's I'm gl- the with the cowboy and the San narrator saying so like, oh, I wish we had more people like this that can just like, you know, be chill and not, like I guess like force their views. I guess I don't know. I don't know if I'm wording that correctly. No.
2: But. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. not like, I mean, the dude's not going out being like just. Yeah. Just smoke weed and yeah. do yeah. nothing. He just
1: smokes weed and does nothing. Like,
2: yeah, he but just, like, he's not telling other yeah. people, like, oh, you should just be bowling. and Yeah,
1: he's just... Well, you have to be doing this. He's
0: just living his life. Yeah, <laughs> the By reaction
2: to a mod yeah. is, like, I think the perfect <laughs> encapsulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, she was, he was like, oh, yeah. Mod's like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to impregnate myself with you. Uh, with, and he was just
1: like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah like some like really comfy apathy I mean, <laughs> you know the dude's just i mean but line. he's also
2: not like applauded as yeah. much you know like there are definitely flaws of the dude as well like he's lazy
1: yeah. yeah yeah
2: but he's not hurting anybody i still wonder how he is able to maintain his house oh well then again he doesn't pay rent right that no. was the thing yeah okay yeah. <laughs> i
1: mean he pays for they very Okay, late. this is so off topic but like the bowling
2: you pay for bullying.
1: Yeah, it's like the bowling league.
2: It's pretty intense. they're in expensive. It's pretty
1: intense, yeah.
2: How does he have the money? Unless, uh, like, Walter is, like, paying it for him. I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean I'm sure Walter is getting some benefits from the <laughs> war, you know. It was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the worst thing the dude does to anybody in the movie is, like, he, he steals a rug. Oh, my God, that was so funny. because somebody got his speed on P. his P. rug, Yeah. You know?
2: Oh, but, yeah. I love
1: how the rug is just, like, the,
0: uh... Like the instigator. Alert, like, the, like the MacGuffin or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, he just wants his rug. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's, yeah. He's like he just him. wanted the rug. Yeah. 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 So it's so odd how the dude is like, like he did, he's not someone who should be a protagonist. Like he mm-hmm. was like an observer who ended up being the vehicle for the entire story. Like and the
2: dude is the audience surrogate yeah. in a way. Yeah. But yeah, like totally. he's also like the main character. And it's, yeah. I it's guess really that's very interesting right because yeah. you never like the audience surrogate usually is not
1: the person no definitely that, not the protagonist yeah or busy, like yeah like, driving through the whole story like I don't know it's just odd the dude just he was never really like, exposed to be in those situations and
2: so like if they're the audience surrogate that means like you are kind of embodying yeah. that but like then like isn't that's such a weird ex? maybe that's why the big love asking people like love it it's just like such a weird experience to be part of yeah. you feel like you're in it because you are the audience circuit yeah. is the main character and you feel like this makes sense but not
1: really you just get like thrown into this odd world just it's like like the the whole like buddy movie figure of it it's like you're the dude's buddy the whole time <laughs> yeah. you're right there next to him
0: I always think it's really it's really cool when movies can successfully pull off like you're living vicariously through the mm-hmm. main character, and this mm-hmm. movie does it so yeah, well. Yeah, like yeah. right from the get go, you're 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 basically you're him. It's yeah. like you're just going along this ride as him, and you're like experiencing everything that that he is. And... Yeah,
2: it works so well because I feel like if you watch The Big Lebowski like in the middle and you kind of didn't go on the journey with the dude you're kind of like what the fuck yeah because like my roommate walked in when I was watching it in my living room and she's like what the fuck is going (laughs) on but like the whole time I was like I get it because I I am living yeah Yeah. Mm I'm living vicariously through the dude and I know the bits and pieces that have gone on to led to such a weird thing that's going on that everything kind of makes sense even though it shouldn't
1: like it's a different kind of like feeling like what the hell is happening like if you walk in in the middle of the movie versus like having started because like Mm -hmm. when you're starting and you're watching it like you kind of like have that same confusion as like the dude might have Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. like he walks in and And like there's like like, two people like walks in and she's like and he's like Mm -hmm. okay I'm gonna make a drink Uh (laughs) or like he's like that scene where he's flying over LA and he's like well this is cool but like also what's happening like, yeah, I feel like as an audience You suffer the shock yeah. with the dude, so when stuff happens mm-hmm.
2: again it's just like, oh, now you know it because yeah. you already got the shock exactly. in the beginning. Yeah. And but that shock also makes sense because the dude is also like, mm-hmm. What the fuck?
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah. Put it put it well. I'd say. And then when when Walter is being all unreasonable and stubborn, Mm -hmm. you get just as frustrated as the yeah.
1: you're also trying to be that voice of reason a little bit Walter what are you doing Walter
2: what are you doing man (laughs) yeah he says man yeah Yeah. what are you doing man
1: uh
2: Uh, man the Coen brothers they're so fascinating I wish I could like go into their brain and pick them because like
1: like, how do you create these fucking the characters? The Big
2: Lebowski is like, yeah, how do you create these characters? The language throughout this film is just like far out. It's like weird, but like makes sense. And then you, I don't want to keep comparing them, but like something like you No know, Country for Old Men mm-hmm. doesn't use any of like mm-hmm. some of the sensibilities within the Big Lebowski. Are just completely reversed mm-hmm. in the No Country for Old in
1: my opinion. I mean, their whole filmography is like such odd jumps from like Raising mm-hmm. Arizona, where it's just like there's like some scenes of comedy where it's just like this is like very odd and like generic, mm-hmm. like that one scene where they're just yelling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's so odd to like see them mature and their comedy it just like, goes from like, it's like seems like so unique in mm-hmm. The Big Lebowski, like it hadn't really been that. like I feel like.
2: But the one the thing I think for it, like, me. Perfected has always like been kind of consistent is like how they shoot their films Mm -hmm. or like how they craft a shot because there's a lot of it we talked about raising Arizona there's like a lot of cool shots they experiment with and then I think they put it like in the Big Lebowski as like when they mastered it like that I'm using my hands and you cannot see this but like there's this one shot in Raising Arizona that kind of resembles like a Dip in a roller coaster ride, and then he, they kind of do that in the bowling psychedelic oh, yeah. like, dream yeah. a lot.
0: Where it's like it's like it looks like a camera's inside the bowling mm-hmm. ball, yeah. going around, and they
2: do that with that such a Nick cool Cage. I love that shot so yeah. much. I know. Yeah. So that's why, like, I respect Raising Arizona a lot. And that's why I chose it for club last year. I was like, mm-hmm. you can see a lot of things going on oh, yeah, that they're like toying with, and uh-huh. then it like happens later on in their filmography. Yeah, and you're it's like what? interesting to see the progression. I mean, Raising Arizona was a that the review or was
0: Blood Simple? Blood Simple. Blood, Simples. Simples. Okay. Okay. Blood yeah. Simple
2: is we could we play that at club? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't it's seen nice it in a while. It. Yeah. It's kind of dark. Uh huh. That but yeah. yeah, Raising Arizona for me feels like they on aunt they finally like mm, found what Simpli. they're yeah. trying to do Where mm-hmm. blood simple was like it's like this nor like mm-hmm. a nor adaptation mm-hmm. and they don't do that many nor's do they i don't know they're mm-hmm. i feel like
0: this kind of has some noir elements to it
2: yeah yeah, yeah. just like trying to piece together yeah. what's kind of going uh-huh. on mm-hmm. well then would you say mod is the femme fatale <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i <laughs> sure <laughs> Or, I feel like it It, it takes that framework um, that in like the Western framework and like all these different weird like like I feel like the fact of him just going on this quest to because his rug was stolen is sort of mm-hmm. like a like a parody or I guess sort of like a satire of like these genre films. Yeah. Where oh yeah
2: for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking more of Western but I can't see the yeah. Norse sensibilities mm-hmm. of it now. Excuse me. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's like more elements in the lot. Of I mean, Fargo stuff. is like Fargo. more. Oh yeah, I, I for totally sure.
2: forgot about that. I just it just popped up when I was scrolling on I. Oh Fargo. And exists. I was like, oh Fargo, <laughs> oh, yeah, which is, is so sad. Yeah. it's like so, I mean that means they like their filmography is so good. It's like oh Fargo yeah. exists, but like Fargo is I Fargo.
1: <laughs> I mean, to go off topic slightly, but like that, like the the wood chip scene in Fargo, it's like. Yeah, I haven't seen Fargo
2: in forever.
1: Where like, they like stuffing a leg down oh, the window? <laughs> like, like they get caught. I yeah, I love that scene.
2: Also, the Big Belowski is like pretty stacked in my opinion. Like looking over this cast, the cast, yeah, oh, yeah for I sure. forget like half these people are in it, and yeah. then you like look at it like when Philip Seymour Hoffman appeared, I was like, oh yeah, you're in this movie, yeah. and you're so awkward. It's I know. Great. Yeah, he played that
1: awkward like perfectly.
2: And then Steve Buscemi, I can't quite grasp what the point of. Donnie was other than a vehicle of uh, for
1: Walters, uh, yeah. <laughs> but
2: What do you guys
0: think? Uh, I don't know. If this is a battle against like political ideologies, then maybe he's like...
2: The neutral Like a the, centrist? Yeah, yeah. yeah, who kind of just like I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. i am just
1: give like, a What are you, you guys talking money. about? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Walter's a gun. Oh, that could be. Because yeah. like
2: if you're talking about two extreme p- ideologies, like especially with our culture now, it's like, mm-hmm. the cent- no one wants to hear what the centrist has mm-hmm. to say yeah. because yeah. they think that, oh, you're too conservative. Oh, you're too liberal. Too Everyone's just yelling at each other and the centrist yeah. is like, oh, I just want to say something. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just here. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you think of
0: like that, that trio as like liberal, conservative, centrist, I think that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I guess so now because yeah. the centrist died. We're on to died. something and it, and it with this interpretation, about, man. Yeah. Yes, I'm on the right track.
0: And, um, and the dude talks about how he was like part of the Seattle Seven, which was a real like anti war group.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. I think I think the I think this movie is loosely based off of like a a real guy. I mean obviously like the whole story and he's probably not that lazy or whatever in real life. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I think I've like I've seen a photo of like the real guy it's kinda based on.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just it's so interesting, just like how the conception of this film and then just, like, the legacy of it because mm-hmm. there's, like, Lebowski cons and shit like that. Yeah, That's, I know. like, insane to think about, right? Well, there's no, like... We just recorded a Christopher Nolan a mm-hmm. movie a podcast mm-hmm. on of Christopher Nolan, but there's, like, no Inception cons. Right. <laughs> or there's Interstellar no, cons. There's yeah. not even,
0: like... No country for All men cons. That <laughs> like be, well, those
2: are like that would be hella depressing. Same yeah. with Interstellar. <laughs>
1: <on>. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, but like for any of the other like Beeth and Cohen or uh, the Cohen brothers films, like I feel like none of them have that the I guess mainstream Lasting impact, m- impact on that like the other ones have. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so just iconic to so many people, I guess.
2: Yeah, there's just so many. I mean, it's just. I don't know, it's just, like, something about this film, like, normally, like, if you, explain this film to me, and like, what? I'd be like, yeah, like,
1: what? But.
2: Yeah, like, if you just, on paper, were like, oh, this is, like, what it is, uh-huh. I would have been like, what the? Big, the Big Lebowski on paper is not a film that I would enjoy, like, right. at all, because it's just, like, I'm very not in, because this movie is slightly disjointed in a way, if you think about it, like, there's just a lot of. This happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, Mm -hmm. and then this happened. And you're just kind of going on for the ride. But for some reason, it just works. works, I mean, we kind of talked about how, like, because the dude is the audience surrogate, and it it just works because of that. Mm -hmm. But still, it just... I don't know. This, like, film is not something that normally Cynthia Lee would like, you know?
1: Like, it's not even a film that should, like, normally, like, make sense. Like...
2: I think that's why people like it so much. Yeah. It's like it makes no sense, it does make sense. It's uh-huh. like how really bad films end up being a good time because uh-huh. they're so bad. Yeah. Maybe it's like this film just makes so little sense that, that it should be
0: bad that it but it makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. It makes
2: so much sense. But <laughs> like it just
0: it just feels like such a such a natural thing for this film mm-hmm. to work without it really without you even even really thinking about how it works. It just mm-hmm. does. I think it just makes it a really interesting watch, but also like incredibly entertaining. Oh yeah, like
1: this film's like rewatchability is just like I don't know. It's way. so like endlessly quotable. Yeah. I yeah. Know. Another. I I for- it oh,
2: I forgot. Yeah, it's another layer of like why this film is such a cool. Oh hit. Yeah. yeah. So many quotes that you can say over and over again. You can put on T-shirts. You can put mm-hmm. on stickers. You can put on pins. Yeah. You can engage with other people who know this film and be like, mm-hmm. Oh, I know like it connects people and somebody
1: else knows the quote like
2: you're just like yeah being a ballast fan that's what's up
0: even before I saw this film like I I knew so many of the quotes
2: (laughs) jeez (laughs) right now we are recording in like a library but school hasn't even started and there's people in the library which is very weird sorry about that I don't understand what's going on (laughs) oh
0: what was I saying Oh yeah, like even before I, I saw this one, like I knew so many of the quotes. Like I remember my friends like in like early high school years would quote like, oh that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I just I, I hadn't even seen the big Lebowski and I would, I would quote that all the time. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's such a weird
1: yeah, my brother, cultural impact. My brother would like quote, like fuck it A man, I got a rash <laughs> like, So that's like randomly. It was just like out of the blue. He's like, Yeah, this It a, was a, man. not
2: in my my hometown like i really? i mean yeah Gosh, just nothing man. like i was like probably i don't know because like i didn't talk to that many people about film at my high school but like no one quoted the big lebowski that often think. at my school maybe my school is too uptight yeah. which could totally They're
1: be yeah good. they need to be like to dude you know yeah oh, just
2: chill yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: for real yeah yeah uh, Honestly, the dude's probably one of my favorite movie characters of all time.
2: Really? Yeah. Just because it's like...
1: Like, he's perfect. Like, he's perfectly what he should be and shouldn't be, and like, I don't know. Like, just from like the something moment I, the film starts, yeah. like, he's perfect.
2: There was something I just read on Letterboxd. So there's this reviewer called Josh Larson, where it's like, um, he's like one of the most fully realized characters in filmography, but he's so, like... It feels so weird that he is. Mm -hmm. He he, like he has like a sense of like oh yeah, this is right and this is wrong. Like he Mm -hmm. has those ideas bubbling in his mind, and then he's just like nah, I'm fucking (laughs) lazy. (laughs) Which like so relatable. He could
1: make a genuine difference. He's like "Mm, no, (laughs) no, I'm just gonna smoke weed and yeah,
0: he's a Yeah. You also get a sense that he's like past his time, too. Like, Like his, his era has already passed, but, like, he's just, like... He's like, I'm just gonna take this time for myself. And he doesn't ever, like, lose his, you know, values or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's never... He's not, like, chill all the time. He's mm-hmm. not lazy. I mean, he is lazy, but, like, he's not like that all the time. Like, when... The shit gets really serious in this movie, he's, like, freaking out when mm-hmm. Walter... Yeah, Walter, like, fucks up. Yeah. He's, like, freaking fucking out. Like, dude.
1: Walter. And then Walter's, and Walter's like, hey, man, calm down. As if he's
0: not fucking insane. I think that's really <laughs> interesting, too, because it's, like, it's also... They talk about, um, oh, like, what is what is a game and what's not and what's, like, real life and what's not. And I feel like Walter just, like, takes this bowling thing way too seriously. Mm, yeah. And everything yeah. else, he's just like, oh, whatever, man. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fuck it, let's go bowling. Yeah, fuck yeah. It, man. Yeah, I right. mean,
2: bowling is just like such a interesting cent- like point in this film because it's like John Goodman, Walter. Sorry, yeah. I always say this person's character it's uh-huh. very annoying. Yeah. um Walter's like very obsessed with.
1: Uh, enough bowling, to the point where he's like over the line.
2: Yeah, over the line. Yeah, yeah actually, just go.
0: threatens someone with a, yeah. With a gun.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then like, but like. I don't know if you can say objectively as this because some people, you know, their jobs are to bowl. But mm-hmm. like bowling is a leisurely activity that yeah. most people participate yeah. in. If you're
1: an avid bowler, i listening. Sorry, but
2: yeah. And so it's yeah. like putting intensity in the right and wrong places as mm-hmm. well. and uh-huh. placing important, like what is important and what is not. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's Like this makes sense, you know.
0: That's shown a lot in the... It's just like ran out, a random throwaway scene. Or not really, but like... When they're just in the diner.
1: Oh, oh and, yeah. yeah. Um, and...
0: And... Wal- I almost said John... John Goodman, <laughs> too. And when Walter is like being a little loud and, and the woman working tells him to quiet down, he starts freaking out. Like, yeah. oh, these He's are like, my, my rights. rights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: then man.
0: and then the dude's like, dude, it's not a First Amendment thing. Just chill the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. This is
1: a family restaurant.
0: Yeah, And he just he just directs his attention in like the absolute wrong places yeah. yeah it's just like
2: trying to figure out what is the right place to put their energy in yeah is wrong and yeah. i think i mean because again the dude is our audience surrogate we kind of understand his but also at the same time like walter is insane <laughs> yeah. so you yeah. can't even like <laughs> walter has
1: issues that's for sure.
0: that's for sure yeah Oh he takes out the crowbar and <laughs> yeah. yeah. The kid doesn't even say any, anything in that scene, and he just just yeah. Again, that it's again, on. another yeah. of
2: like where do you put your energy um, and do you want to reasonably talk to the kid? Even though none of both of them don't really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Goodman is impatient, and then John Good fucking Jesus. John Goodman. Walter is impatient, and then <laughs> the dude is literally like yelling like, "Who did
1: it? Who did it? Yeah. Who
2: did it?" So it's like. Yeah, just, like, what do you what should you focus your attention on mm-hmm. and what you shouldn't? Yeah. I think, I don't know, I just find Walter super fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, like, other than the dude, I think he's super, super fascinating mm-hmm. to just see that commentary of, like, aggressive people mm-hmm. and how they react with the world around them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I think it's, like, for me, the dude, Walter, and then... I can't get my hand grasp on Maud, Lebowski. Mm-hmm. She kind of just exists as this, like, fe- the feminist. It's got to mean something.
1: It has to, right? I, I she don't has so... to, to dig it up, but it, there's something there.
2: I mean, for me, it's just... I mean, I already mentioned my interpretation of it. It's just, like, she's the feminist viewpoint yeah. of mm-hmm. all these clashing viewpoints kind of coming crazily together and trying mm-hmm. to figure each other out. Right. But then she kind of just disappears in this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has some funniest lines. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'll get you'll get that checked out. My doctor's very thorough. He's uh-huh. very thorough." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of things. That's why this film is so rewatchable. There's so many different things going on that it's like, okay, well, in one watching you can like grasp this character, and then mm-hmm. another watching one. Like, Try and grasp this character, and another watching it grasp this character. I mean, there's this whole scene of like the porn, uh-huh. the porn owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot what's his name. Yeah, forget it too. Um
0: It sounds like a porn name. I remember yeah. that.
1: Treehorn. Treehorn, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Something treehorn like he's in it, and I still don't really understand why that was there as well. Uh-huh. So there's like just, unless you do.
0: No, I mean that was just like to tie the whole. Plot in about the the quote unquote like kidnapping mm-hmm. of the
2: um Bonnie. of
0: the of the yeah Bonnie yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: oh um, my God Bonnie yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's just a lot of things yeah going on in this film that I mean I'll definitely rewatch it again
1: sometime yeah. but it's yeah. just it's just a good time I oh, feel yeah. like a lot of films you don't get that a lot yeah like each character's <laughs> personality like jumps out like immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, even if, like, their, like, placement in the story is, like, kind of odd. Like, mm-hmm. they're each, like, themselves, like, perfectly. Like, uh, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, really odd and awkward. The Jesus, who has, like, a very, like, slim part, <laughs> but, like, he, he just comes out, like, so perfectly. And also, I read a thing, like, I think they're doing, John is doing a spinoff of the Jesus's character. What? Yeah. I just saw it as I was, like, looking at stuff about the film Hmm. before like he's getting like his own show or movie movie I think he's writing and directing oh my god what the triple threat yeah okay so but he's a sex yeah which is gonna be a really really something to take on wow uh, yeah like I, I just love the Jesus' introduction in this movie oh yeah, the like, yeah they're just like the, lick,
2: yeah, yeah. oh my yeah, god that's like, so you funny know, you you're know, not watching we'll, it but yeah. it's like when he's rubbing, rubbing the bowling ball, ball with his same. cleaning yeah. it yeah. It's,
0: like, it's like when uh it's like when the dude and yeah Walter, and Walter is are kind of like, like freaking have, out are like in this heated argument and, like, and,
1: like, just, <laughs> and they're like oh fucking him like, <laughs> I wish you could see what we're doing right now you know you know like yeah He's just such an odd character, but like it's something. Like if you watch the movie, you will remember the Jesus mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like draped in and purple, and odd. Yeah. And, and it was just like such a strange character jump from Barton Fink to this film for John Turturro because in, in Barton Fink, uh, John Turturro is the main character, and he's like this like somber writer who's writer's block, <laughs> and he plays this like heavy character. And like, Barton Fingers is just like a lot heavier of a film. Obviously, there's like Fargo that comes in between mm-hmm. this style, but like, just seeing that jump in and change in character from something like strong and like heavy to like just weird and eccentric. Very Cohen. I'd say. Very Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, indeed, indeed, indeed. Same yeah. with uh, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Steve yeah. Buscemi. Going from Fargo to playing Dottie. <laughs> it's just like. He from told and and more is the more faster either like yeah. Yeah, yeah. more is faster for <laughs> I
2: know.
0: I think it's yeah. so interesting how a lot of these characters don't have much screen time but they're all
1: so well defined. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it's like it makes such great use of each character's time on screen. Yeah. Mhm.
2: Even though some, like it's also yeah. like what the yeah. fuck, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what is happening?
1: Like, it goes
0: how? all over the place, but at least when in, in terms of the character work, it's all so like so intentional. It's also uh-huh. succinct, yeah. succinct. It's just it's just really good. Like it's it's such a well written movie, and it doesn't seem like we talked about this earlier, but it doesn't seem like it could work on paper, and it just yeah, does. It it just seems like one of those movies that's like lightning in a bottle. Like it uh-huh. just they somehow managed to capture like all this in such a weird. Yeah. eccentric package
1: mm-hmm.
0: like no one can do this again yeah like, no way yeah. no the fuck no way yeah I are they I, I wanna say I saw something earlier like they were gonna make a no. Big Lebowski sequel what but I really hope they don't no. I could be totally wrong on that but I think I saw something on like Letterboxd or something no. of a Big Lebowski 2
2: no no no, really? no 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 this is like lightning in the portal it's like one, there's like one I think that's confirmed where it's like Face Off is getting a remake. Yeah, no, yeah. Face Off does not. No, Face yeah. Off. It's like, so. What makes Big Lebowski great is not only the film itself, but the legacy in mm-hmm. which it created. I mean, we talked already about it literally defined Colt Hit in a way yeah. mm-hmm. that I think no other film has done.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? So. Well, and I think that a sequel would just be so forced and try to capitalize on all of, like, what made that movie special instead mm-hmm. of trying to focus their attention into making something new and yeah. something cool. Yeah. Like, at that point, what is what is even the point of the sequel to see the
1: the original yeah. again? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like that, yeah, it's not like there's, like, a plot to, like, keep following. Yeah. Like...
2: like I mean, we already mentioned the plot. Is kind yeah, the plot it's kind of all over like, janky and, days, and yeah. weird and
1: strange and takes it to such odd routes like it just wouldn't work no
2: remake I think that could be our ending song. Yeah. please don't remake, don't,
0: don't, remake re- don't remake it don't Whoever's do any game.
1: sequels don't just watch it over and over
2: it like lives in its own like entity on yeah his, on, in this own universe you know it's oh, just like yeah. there and we can just enjoy it yeah Yeah. thank god mm-hmm.
0: thank god for this movie thank god for the thank dude. god for the Coen brothers yeah. <laughs> and Thank God for original films. Yeah. This is, this is a n- totally original film. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the art houses alive. Oh, yeah. Art house, Ooh, question oh, mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
2: Coen Brothers will... Like, you can't consider them art houses no. anymore, right? No. I mean, Still, go, yeah.
0: see, go see original movies. Yeah. Go see, go see Ad Astra, guys. I yeah.
1: want to see that
0: movie. It's so good. I know it's you're so probably going to watch
1: Joker, but go and watch it. Also, I'm going to keep... Some of the booksmart trains watch that. Oh time. yeah, watch booksmart. Yeah. I really
0: want to see Hustlers, but I don't want to go alone because that would make me feel
1: weird. Do it, Jim. Just do it. Yeah, for Hustlers. It's know. so
2: good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I
1: don't know that movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been wanting to see it, and I've been trying to convince my roommate. And
2: dude, it's so bug- It's like Magic Mike. Feel like good. <laughs> Magic Mike's pretty good. What are you talking yeah, about? Just kidding. Like wasn't it a, is better than Magic Mike yeah. One. I, mean, I wasn't
0: a huge fan of Magic Mike One, and I've heard like awesome things about Deluxe. Oh, so. yeah,
2: that yeah. one's great. Mm.
0: But yeah, yeah, Big Maskey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Magic Mike, <laughs> we're here, movies,
2: yeah. Yeah. That all, yeah, that's all we have to talk about for The Big house it's just so weird I think we've like said this so yeah, many times it's, right? odd, it is, it's an odd one it's
0: so weird and it shouldn't
1: work but it does and I love it it's yeah. so movie, but you should definitely not be high to watch this movie because
2: it would just be no sense I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly it requires kind of an attention span yeah
1: you're like wait what happened because you're kind of
2: just like oh yeah so this happened and this yeah. happened and this I mean, happened I remember trying to explain like everything yeah. to my roommate while so, like, she came in and I was like
1: it's hard. Yeah, kind of it's like noir too. It's like, you know, who done it? It's like, yeah. where the toe come from? Oh, her toe's still there. What's she yeah. actually doing? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess it's kind of noir in that sense where it's like <laughs> yeah. we're finding something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I agree though. It's like more so like Western mm-hmm. than. Yeah, than I think it's more so yeah, Western.
0: Western. But it, it's got those elements to
1: mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah. You can find us on Facebook, like, or follow our page. We talked about this earlier yeah. I don't know which
2: we, one it is because yeah. Facebook is like and follow right like, like and yeah like, follow. And, like and follow there's a Facebook? liked and following you
1: can do both yeah, oh I think if you like it turns into a follow so like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter follow us on Instagram film club you dub
2: no they're not all the same they're not Facebook is, is U Dub Film Club. Yeah,
1: yeah, club yeah. And the other Film Club in,
2: Instagram and Twitter are yeah. U Film Club U because the other two were taken from yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Yeah. and Tacoma.
1: Yeah, if you're listening, Wisconsin. The inferior U <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't count. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I and
0: mean, then um, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Hoot? And I just want to thank Joel for being here and for yeah. bringing this movie. I'll, I'll be
1: here more
2: often, yeah. <laughs> or we'll drag him when we run out of guests. Yeah, yeah. Joel will come
0: back. I'll bring a weirder one next time. <laughs> we'll see. Bring a bring another Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of We've fun. We've done here. a
2: couple. We did No Country for, and I believe oh, yeah. that was a fun mm-hmm.
0: podcast. Yeah, but yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye.